What's up, everybody? It's Henry, and we are here at the Cyclops Voice Clip Podcast. That's right. It's your favorite podcast and mine, where we just play Blast from the Past, Cyclops saying cool stuff. Up first... It's good to be home again. Oh, that's a good one. Now, if we all remember, that's when Cyclops gets home again uh, after a long journey, and we all love that, don't we? Next up... Magneto. Oh, strikes fear into my heart. But he comes back and says, No, that's an order. And now I trust him again. <laughs> that's my special guy. Wait, what? Uh, what? <laughs> Woo! Everybody, welcome on down to Gambit's Cajun Corner. <laughs> Where we do everything from stirring the pot of the gravy to pouring on the sausage and the gumbo. Now here, I want to tell y'all a little tale. Uh, Shut the music off, (laughs) Rennie. Thank you, Rennie. That's my little nephew, Rennie, everyone. Now, I want to tell y'all about a little dream I had last night. In it, my friend, Remy LeBeau, came up to me and he said, You know what? You've been pushing and fighting and spending your time talking about how many episodes they didn't put me in one of me. And I want to tell you one thing. You ain't got to worry no more. It don't matter if I'm not in this episode, I'll be in the next one. That's what he told me. And I'm here to tell you, share that. (laughs) Hello and welcome to episode 647 of the Beast Appreciation Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, and um, as usual, I will be guiding you through every single frame of Beast's appearance in X-Men, the comic series, and in no other mediums ever. Only comics talk here, folks. Um, So today's episode, we are going to be talking about how Dark Beast was able to escape from the Age of Apocalypse timeline to get into the Earth-616 timeline using the uh, astrological and cosmic and mystical power of the Imkron Crystal, and we'll be breaking down the science in which um, the Imkron Crystal was able to give Dark Beast this... Hey, whoa! Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Hey, guys. Oh, hi. Do you... Do you want to do our own podcast? Uh... I mean, yeah, there's microphones here, so. Cool. Well, my name's Henry. Um, I'm Andrew. I'm John. Huh. This is kind of cool. Yeah. I like your guys' vibe. This is, like, totally different from sort of, I feel like, anything that's come before in podcasting. I feel like you guys are my boys. Yeah. My ex-boys. Whoa. Whoa. We're all pointing at each other like Spider-Man. I guess, I guess we're the X-Boys. Cool. Um, yeah, I just want to put out a big thank you to Mojo for bringing us all here together. Yeah. He seems like a really cool guy. Podcast brought to you by Mojo. Um, normally, I'm a Cyclops podcast um, guy where I just kind of talk about him and like listen to his voice. Similar thing for me, except it's all Beast all the time. Oh. On the comics, of course. That's kind of kind of sleepy, but oh, yeah, sure. That oh, corrupter cool. of crania. Oh, depraved omelet. <gasps> Our leader, Mojo. Oh. Our, fi- our our biggest Mojo fan of all. Is that accurate to say, John? Oh, yeah. I'm a big Mojo boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's me motorboating Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> praise praise be to Mojo uh, for bringing us all here to talk oh, about 
the episode Mojo Vision. What an uh, episode. I believe it's episode, what, 11 of season two? Yeah. Holy shit. We've come a long way. Wait, never mind. This is our first episode together. Uh, <laughs> the lore of this episode is a little up in the air, similar to the episode itself, yes. Mojo Vision. Because no, this is the first time the X Boys have recorded together uh, yeah. officially. Okay, um, mm-hmm. and then from this point on, we'll then go back and do the rest of X Men. Yeah, this is a prequel. Yep, it makes sense if you think about it. Yeah, and also it it reminded me of that dream I had where Gambit told me that it was totally fine to you know let go. Oh, if he's not in an episode, it's okay. It doesn't affect the oh. rating. Mm. I got to grow up a little bit. I know this is a kid show, but interesting. I look forward to seeing what your re ratings are of the Gambitless episodes. Oh no, are we doing that? I don't go back. I'm not cable. <laughs> okay, okay. Not yet. You're not. What about Bishop? He Ooh. goes back and tries. He's as Bishop goes back and he changes tries to all fix of them. our scores. Yeah. <laughs> Just jumbles them all up. Like seventeen out of For ten. For the future. <laughs> An X-Men episode with no teaser? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of, no teaser. Yeah, instead we get a new intro. You would think that this isn't even an X-Men episode because it starts with... Uh, My favorite superhero, Longshot. Longshot. Uh, he's, he's, Have we met him before? Yeah, he played by Will Smith in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh, no. I believe there was a shot of him in one previous episode, like on TV or something. Oh, uh, that'd be that's funny. Uh, the name so. sounded familiar, and... Yeah. I remember Henry reacting to it positively. He was like, oh. You just thought it sounded cool? Yeah. Long shot, <laughs> cool guy. He, I mean, he is a cool guy. He's a cool alien. Um, yeah. He's, he, looks power like of a, luck. he looks like a human, though. He, he does. But if you look carefully, I don't know if they did this in the show or not. I probably should have paid closer attention. But in the comics, he actually only has four fingers. Oh. Um, he also has two hearts. And he, his skin is like super tough like leather. Oh. So he got that dog in him. He <laughs> legit got that. Yes. Inside, he uh, there are two wolves in all of us. In Wait, long shot. So he is. A, is he a mutant? Is he, what is he? He's the, an alien. Uh, he was cybernetically created by Mojo to be his slave. Oh. Um, oh. Then he later leads a rebellion against Mojo in the comics. He also has a flashing eye like Cable. Yes, he does. That's sort of when his luck ability is being right. Wait, activated. That's a thing. Yeah, he's got the power of luck. He can pull like probability huh. towards himself, Domino. but then it pulls from somewhere else. So let's not bury the lead. This episode doesn't open with a fucking previously on, and then nope. it explodes into outer space with like these gargoyles fighting. We're seeing, uh, we're seeing him atop a mountain uh, or a, a giant building as demons are sort of crawling up the building trying to get at him, and uh, he ends up wrapping a bolo around one of the flying demons' tails mm. to like Whoa. swing off. Um, and he lands like on a city street, like landing into sort of a Star Wars style speeder car. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, then all of a sudden he's, he travels through an alleyway, flipping his vehicle on its side. The two guys chasing him, boom, their cars explode. Um, then we see cut to submarine where he fires a torpedo what? at a giant octopus monster thing and you know at this point it's pretty clear that we're in a tv show because then we start seeing close-ups of like psylocke what she's in here um there's also a shot of the super adaptoid punching at long shot as he dodges there's demons turning there's a close-up as a long shot as he looks right into the camera and we see him do a cool flip off a futuristic bike and then the long shot logo appears wow beautiful and it says a mojo vision production at the bottom of the screen Mm -hmm. now wait a second a who now a hoodoo? A hoodoo? A mojo. Now, who is that? Now, who the We're about to meet because the camera pulls out of the logo through his eyeball. And we get just the introduction to maybe the most annoying character <laughs> the show has ever seen. That's my guy. 
And for those who uh, look at our album art, that's John this season. That's Mojo John. Mojo, it's yeah. an honor. Mojo John Joe. To share the likeness with the spineless one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's John spitting on every episode that doesn't have Gambit. Except this one. I don't do that no more. No more. And Mojo is screaming as we meet him. He's he's mad. He's angry. He calls in uh, Domo, his advisor. Um, yeah. You know, he's saying, oh, I'm ruined. My ratings are down. You know, video is tanking, I guess. Tell us about Domo, Andrew. Yeah, who? what's up with Literally Domo? just his robot assistant. He's a robot? Yeah, he's like a robot guy. He's like Alfred. I didn't know he was a robot. Yeah. Why is he so mean to him? Well, he's like a humanoid robot. He thing. designed um, him to, to neg him. Yeah. He probably did. He likes, he's a little he's like his, He's like his numbers guy, you know? Yeah. Why does Mojo talk talk to me about Mojo? Why is he big? Let's describe how Mojo looks to everyone. This sick, sick looking he's Mojo. A um, he's a blob like creature, also known as the spineless ones. Um, he's this blobby, monstrous green goo. He's like a big torso on a plate. Yeah, and he he, he sits in a sort of spider like contraption with a giant yeah. scorpion tail. Actually, does, scorpion does his race have the scorpion tail deal? A or? lot of them do. Yeah, like have did he built construct for that? Them. Okay, okay. Yeah. There was this guy who built all their stuff for them um, because he just like loved building things, and he helped them build this this stuff and create the the slaves. Hey guys, I love to build. About. Can I build for you? <laughs> You're not intimidated by this guy. You see him? No, actually, I mean, yes. If I was in front of him, it'd be extremely intimidating. But then he he, the, he opens his mouth, me. and you hear his voice, and you're like, "Oh, this is." Uh, I don't know. It's a little unhinged and scary. Like he's scared. His eyes are peeled back like Clockwork Orange. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he can just view as much entertainment and action as he wants. Yeah. He's a sick fuck. He's us watching the show. But yeah, so his, his race of creatures, though, they were driven insane over the course of time by like radioactive waves that were later to be uh, realized to be television, like uh. rays from human television that was getting blasted into their brains. Raised by TV. And they all were sort of driven crazy by it, but then he controlled this world by like harnessing it and like providing it to people through you know television screens. Wow. So he's just pulling TV from around the world. He's watching the same stuff we watch. Andor? Yeah. <laughs> So his ratings are in the the toilet. Yeah, Longshot's not doing well. It's a, it's a play, right? Like Longshot is his last attempt at getting good ratings again. Yeah, he's pissed. Sure. He's yelling at him. He's yeah. yelling at Longshot. He burst into his dressing room. Here, here's a little here's a little clip just to sh- give you an idea of of who Mojo is and what he sounds like. It's a little long, but I think it's worth it. You designed the show, so change it. That's Longshot. Whoa, change it. Replacing me. You've abused every decent actor in the galaxy. You're a soulless, sadistic bag of pus. Oh. And you smell. Oh. Ooh, flattery, young man. We'll get you absolutely nowhere. You little vermin. You little dog meat. Look at this. See this nose hair? It can act better than you. Actually, if I hold it up to the light, it looks like you in a tuxedo. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Like a little twiggy guy. He had a point, oh bulbous one. Ooh, Domo, come Domo on. Domo just insults him like that the entire time. That's, yeah. that's the running joke. Oh, fat boy, essentially. Yeah. So essentially, that's a um, that that's uh pretty much every Mojo scene in, in the episode. That music, <laughs> him yelling. That kind of dialogue. Domo making fun of him. And he's a loud character. He's clanking around yeah. and yelling constantly. He's like got basically when Darth Maul came back in Clone Wars and he has those mechanical legs. That's basically what what uh, Mojo's on. But he's 
he's so much fatter. <laughs> Samoja's going through a tough time, okay? And uh, and Domo brings us some antacid, and she, he's just down in some Pepto, and he's got to make his big, big, big tummy feel better. He also keeps, like, knocking do- Dojo uh, Dom- <laughs> Domo away. Mojo Domo. Mojo Check Domo. What, number one why I love Mojo. I, I too, have heartburn. Oh, often, yeah. You know, stress, anxiety. Yeah, and so and so Domo's like, listen, man, I, I got a fix for this. I've been I've been looking around the galaxy. I found a special team that I think you might be interested in. The X Men, a bit primitive and from a backwater dimension, oh, don't whoa. usually bother with. Do I look like a man that cares? Nope. <laughs> I don't care. Get them. Molto can make a star out of anyone. Instantaneous test numbers are good in all dimensions. Oh, I'll potentate of programming. The passion. <laughs> the drama. <laughs> and we can get them cheap. <laughs> I'm making money just standing here thinking about it. <laughs> Am I standing? You may have done it again. <laughs> of course I have. I am a genius. Get Mojo the X-Men. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's hyped up. They basically just showed the X Men opening to the animated series, yeah. and he was like, "You want these guys?" And he's like, "Yeah." I mean, how whatever. could he not? Yeah. So on a video screen in front of him, there's a picture of a mall, and we go into the television to enter our world or what? the X Men's world. Rather. Wait, wait, wait. Let's an- let's analyze this for a second. Okay. Backwater Earth. Earth is considered yeah. backwater. Yeah, we're low. Gambit and and you know the swamp are considered backwater. Oh, the backwater of the backwater. to the world. The world is the backwater of the universe. Whoa. So, in that sense, the world is a vampire. Exactly. <laughs> Not only that, the layers upon layers, Andrew. Mm. Of this is the pitch me. Me, Andrew. I, I can see it in your eyes that you, you're not a Mojo boy. Okay. And this is where you're wrong. Okay. This is the pitch meeting okay. for X Men the animated series. Whoa. This is like they sit Fox down and they play this song and they show these mutants. The emotion, the drama, f- exactly. The violence. Fighting with action figures in front of them and they're like, we gotta have it. And it's all. <laughs> That's us. That's the audience. And that's us going to Boston. <laughs> that's us busting and going to Walmart and begging parents for the action figures. We gotta collect them all. We gotta have them. We gotta we gotta hold them and make them do what we want them to do. Which is interesting. Consumerism, it analyzes all of that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Go on. It, there, there's a reason we go straight from Mojo's layer to the mall. Yes. You know? In a video store. Yeah. With like probably the most boring <laughs> salesman of all time oh yeah <laughs> he's just like clicking away on a remote he's like uh, here's a new tv yeah and scott and gene they're looking to buy oh yeah scott and gene are in this scene um yeah. we love them we're glad that they're together we're glad that they're going strong well i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, look it seems like things are going well for them is all i'm saying sure you know they had a rocky start to the season but now it seems like okay you know we're, we're we can go to the mall together and yeah well uh yeah they're buying a tv but they want one with a built-in surge protector why yeah. <laughs> Freaking Jubilee. Because she hates machines. She's at it again. She doesn't mean it. Yeah, but she does hate machines. But the TV salesman's like, yeah, I I don't know. You're not going to have to worry about that. And also, here's a remote control. And all of a sudden, as he presses a button on the remote control, Mojo appears in the television and is like, don't touch that dial. And he zaps the salesman through the TV and like sends him flying across the store. Did you catch the salesman's name, by the way? Mm -mm. No. No one saw it? No. Name tag? Uh Calamari. (laughs) <laughs> no, it wasn't. Salesman Calamari. It just what? says Calamari on his name tag, which I didn't think, I thought was weird. But then I saw, 
I saw trivia on IMDb that explained it. Huh. The clerk in the electronics store has a name badge with calamari on it. Joseph Calamari was an executive producer on the series. Wow. So it's I mean, like their way of saying he's the most boring guy that they that and they want to just blast him immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he zaps him because Motor says, Date, don't touch that, don't touch that remote. Don't and, change the channel because I got something to say. And thus starts Cyclops' series of questions. <laughs> Number one. Who are you? What do you want? Oh, two, right there. <laughs> and then number three. Is this some kind of sick joke? Mojo's fart music in the background. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, Mojo's sort of in between these sort of talking about how he like loves what he did with the Sentinels and he yeah. wants to like bring them into a f- four picture deal. He's and essentially where, where we are in the as the audience watching the show. He's like, great season one finale. But the season two shit with the with the uh, Savage Land, it's got to go. i don't like the savage land either you hate on it a little too hard i think so because it's it's, annoying it's been like a total of four minutes of the season it feels like more than that it's it's like Uh, 30 second clips but all it is it would be cool if there was like progress happening in it but all it is is just like xavier and magneto get in danger and then they get out of danger and then they meet like another weird mutate and that's it. That's it's frustrating because we'd love to see them together doing things, but it's not what we, what we not want like them to be not doing. Not like this, you yeah. know? That's fair. Hopefully in another episode, in the near future, we'll get all pure Mags and Xavier just getting to bond and uh-huh. become best buds and brothers and maybe even lovers. Listen, Andrew. I'm still not sure what you're selling, pal, but we're leaving. Yeah, th- this whole time Mojo's been rambling about, about ratings and shit. Well, he's also like, your red sunglasses are going to be amazing. <laughs> It's yeah. true. He's, he notes his ruby yeah. glasses. Yeah. And, and so it's uh, true because they're awesome. That's you. <laughs> Mojo's you. And you don't see yourself in this man? Ooh. <laughs> well, as Scott and Gene tr- try to give him the cold shoulder and walk away, uh, he zaps him. He zaps after him. Who do you think you are? You're nothing. And nobody. And nobody says no to Mojo. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with that fucking scream again. Who do you think you are? You're nothing. And nobody. Lincoln Park. Nobody says no to Mojo. That's fucking some emo rage there. Yeah. He's an icon, Henry. Yeah. Now I'm looking at you. Oh, boy. And now the X-Men fight Mojo. Uh, Cyclops starts blasting television screens. <laughs> I mean, they uh, we have to de- determine what the definition of fight is because it's pretty much just Cyclops shooting TV screens. Yeah, yeah. Destroying the store <laughs> and Mojo's like, all right, I guess. I'm just going to pop up on another one, yeah. And, and then like he, takes Gene, him down somehow. Well, yeah, he keeps zapping Cyclops through the television um, and Gene puts a protective shield around them as the rest of the X-Men bust in. We got Wolverine, we got Storm, we got Rogue, and we got Beast. And Wolverine comes in and says what is this the 4th of july why did he say no where did he hear that from what's this the 4th of july wolverine stealing lines from the juggernaut from season one he liked that one everyone stuck with him but also why did he say it what does it mean in this case because i think it's like all the sparks and electricity and zapping the 4th of july what is this the 4th of july now who made a better joke juggernaut or wolverine well, one of them's Canadian, so Wolverine just is genuinely confused. He, does, he doesn't. He thinks every day might be the Fourth of what July. What is this? Yeah. What's this? The Fourth of July. 
But then he also, right after that, goes, nobody told me, and then blasts Jubilee <laughs> down from a building. So I think he wins. You think Juggernaut wins? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, Jubilee's showing up, like, actual fireworks and stuff. And yeah. Wolverine, it's, like, electricity, you know? Yeah. Can we talk about one thing? The Space Jam of it all. Come on in. Have you sure. Got, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah, the, the absolutely. A, the alien watching Michael Jordan I on TV. I did needs, not notice that. Needs it to be for entertainment purposes. 100% right. Yeah. And... Steve has to have them. It's a critique of commercialization. Wow. Of yeah, and it's pretty fucking similar. Which art. do you think came first? Oh, I Space have both Jam? air dates. X Men. Oh, it's got to be X Men. I think so. Because this is you know X Men was in ninety four. Space Jam was ninety six. Yeah. Wow. So Mojo is responsible for Space Jam. Two of my favorite things, Mojo wow. and Space Jam. We wouldn't <laughs> have had Space Jam if not for Mojo. Are you guys starting to see the picture of why I love this episode? <laughs> picture. <laughs> well, Mojo, he says, I got I to, gotta, it's time to Space Jam. It lets jam. He sends in Spiral. No, six, oh, I think you mean Silver Samurai. Six-armed woman. <laughs> Her name is Spiral. And she walks through the TV ring style. Yeah, let's listen to the, to the music that accompanies that. Time to report to the set. The X-Men are getting zapped out of the store. <laughs> Gene! It's like that being useless. Gene? Oh. Yeah, for some reason she has a circus song accompanying accompanying her um it's the theme song to the mojo verse yeah true wait what is that andrew do you actually know that is the dimension where mojo reigns mojo the mojo verse <laughs> what the french call a certain i don't know what <laughs> we don't know where it came from <laughs> that's a lot of mojo's backstory explanation it's kind of like he just exists yeah exists. no I, I explained it up top you know with the whole television yeah, yeah. And waves frying their brains and turning them into entertainment Thirsty yeah, yeah. freaks, uh, but yeah, we see. Wait a fucking second! <laughs> Are you telling me that Mojo has been watching these X Men and thinks Gambit's not worthy enough? I think. So. I think so. Like yeah. he's one of the less interesting ones, and by that he's standard, he's saying the backwater. Storm is not interesting. Oof. Wait, she's in this? Yeah, she's in. Yeah, she's in this. <laughs> he's saying Rogue is not interesting. She's in this too. She's in it. Jubilee and Gambit. It's only Jubilee and Gambit. You're lying. They're nope. back in X Mansion. Jubilee She's and on security, are, yeah. and he's dicking around in the break room. <laughs> I forgot that Rogue was in it. Yeah. Gambit just didn't want to go shopping with them that day. That's all. Yeah, I wouldn't. But either. Jubilee is a mall babe who eats chili fries. Yeah, that's insane. She would be there. Well, she's, she's not. Like I said, she's on security duty. <laughs> she has yeah. to watch the camera. Right. Are we sure that no Gambit is in shown in that footage? To to none. Oh, in the footage. Oh, we should take a look at that. Can I pull that up? Yeah, let me do it real quick. Okay, we're watching this clip. Oh, oh, there is. Oh, yep. there he is. There yep. are two quick yep. shots he of is Gambit. In it. He's in the X Jet. Oh my gosh! And he's in the background, just holding up his card like a badass. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Crisis averted. <sighs> well, now you Saved. have to ask yourself: Are you? Are we done with that rule, or are we just going to continue because Gambit is technically in this episode? The rule is dead. <gasps> wow. Damn. You heard it here first, folks. All of our previous ratings will stand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. People are going to think we're insane. It's only right. It's and, only fair. And uh, that's that. But 
from here on forth. Until Gambit time travels, Look, we can't I, we can't go in the past yeah. and change no, things. No, I, I want our, us to each have character arcs. I'm growing as a person. Uh, Hopefully, you guys can learn to grow too. You know, <laughs> Mojo. And back to Mojo is what we see. Actually, we see a giant rock building monument statue of Mojo. It's very H.R. Giger esque. Do you know that artist? Yeah. He did all the aliens. I love his music. Oh, yeah, Prometheus, etc. It looks like Jodorowsky's doing a specific concept painting from that. But um, anyway, it's a giant sort of temple of sorts, and it's an arena, and people are in the stands cheering. We see uh, someone up in a booth. Spiral is there with all six of her arms pulling levers and pressing buttons in the control room uh, as we see the X-Men get zapped in and also get their z- costumes zapped onto their bodies as they yeah. are trapped in a giant floating rectangle thing. Mm. Do you think Taika Waititi saw this and in, in, uh, made it the Thor Thunderdome in, in Ragnarok? Oh, interesting. I mean, that is a thing in like Hulk comics. Is Do you think the Hulk saw oh. this when he was a kid? Wow. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> Bruce Banner yeah, was watching. Definitely, definitely. I mean, this came before that whole comic, so, you know. Um, I'm and, starting and to think this came before everything. Mojo is where the X-Men begin. It's where the X-Boys begin. Mm-hmm. This is our first step, you know? Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, as John said, they're all in their uh, new their their X-Men costumes, and that also includes Beast transforming out of his trench coat and hat. So does he just wear that everywhere, his trench coat? It's yeah. the best. Each one of them gets their costume, and it ends on Beast, and he's in his trench coat and cap, and it, his, he just gets less clothes. <laughs> Into a speedo. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mojo is talking shit about um, Longshot and basically being like, this guy's old news. You guys are my new team. And he also... Yeah, he the also, crowd's going wild for him. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? And he spits. <laughs> That's about Longshot. And then... Um, his little eye sparkle. Yeah. And and uh, Longshot. yeah, Longshot walks away. He's you up just, to something. You just, yeah, you know, there's something going on with this guy. The, the wheels are turning. What could it be? You know what? Longshot's a piece of shit. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> sure. Yeah. Bold. Uh, why? How? Uh, I can't believe you guys just glossed over this. You fucking misogynists. Right. Okay. Oh, no. Keep going. Earlier, Mojo crashes into his his dressing room, and he's got two women around him. Yeah. Yeah. Hair Classic and makeup. Longshot. Nothing wrong with that. With oh. Hair and makeup. Oh. Wait, what? With their arms around him, like. It's a flirtatious work environment. Can I explain? Oh, no. Are you saying this planet allows this? You have. Can I explain? Okay. Part of his power is that he is attractive to women. He is women are attracted Same. to him physically. Excuse he has like a me? pheromone thing that like makes women attracted to him. Like, yeah, well, uh, it's literally part of his superpower. <laughs> it's the mullet. It's yeah, the mullet, it's man. The mullet. It's the mullet in the eye. You see that twinkle in his eye? And you're just like, God, that guy. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful man. So, uh, Mo- alien. Mo- Cyclops is getting pissed up in the cube, and and uh, and and Beast decides to join in. I can make you out of the first act. Power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely, as seems evident. Hey, Furball, you had all your shots. Oh, boo, boo. you want to slam, and we'll go to the gym. <laughs> Mojo. We I hate mean, that, right, guys? We hate it when he makes fun of Beast. It's listen, a good burn. It's I'm, a good burn. After, the, after Beauty and the Beast, an amazing episode, and also maybe our least watched, listened to episode if you've looked at the numbers like I have. <coughs> Henry, how many thing. times have you said, shut up, Beast? A thousand. Mojo just said what you wanted to oh, say. No, I listen. I hate this. It's incredible. It's an amazing I hate comeback. what you're doing to it's him, John. It's so fast. It's such I a know. quick... I know. It's very Trump-like. It's right? a real... <laughs> 
Yeah, well, you need to get your rabies shot, Furball. Like, and the crowd, <laughs> the crowd loved it. Too. Oh, yeah. They're eating it up. Absolutely. But yeah, so Mo- Mojo, he's like, yo, this audience, they want blood. They want guts, love, hate, entertainment. Give them action. They want entertainment. <laughs> you give them action, action, action. He's miming shooting a machine gun. Pretty impressive. Yeah. The X-Men don't fight without a reason. Oh. Violence and destruction are not forms of amusement. Trust me. Oh, my performing cattle, they are. Oh, okay. Listen, I believe him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. On that world, the thing is, it's like the, you know, laws of the universe are relative to where you are. In that, and on that planet, that's what controls everything. Yeah. So basically, Mojo says he's going to kill the cast if the ratings don't keep going up. Okay, yeah. so they got some incentive to do some cool shit and just like make some great shows. Can we talk about the audience? That's a uh, this alien uh, I planet. Guess so. Oh yeah, we see lots of shots of the audience. Andrew, are those like actual notable mutants? Just or? random, totally okay. random people. As far as I could tell, I'm sure there might be like some that they so pulled from some channels. I, I might have got pulled some information from the oh. old interweb. Oh hell yeah! Who do you got? Who do you got? So, when the X-Men are sent to Mojo World, in the crowd there are several creatures with human-like faces, which we've noted it's very odd. It's like a scientist staring at the camera. Mm-hmm. Among There's one human scientist <laughs> yeah. staring at the camera. <laughs> Comics writer Scott Lobdell looks like a werewolf creature. The blue and gray armored alien looks like oh. artist Mark Silvestri. And the big-eared guy looks like editor Tom DeFalco. Wow. Jack Kirby is also in the crowd, as he was the original artist for the X-Men starting in 1963. Wow. wow. I'm, I'm so sad that I didn't recognize any of those faces. Well, there's a couple other things you missed, Andrew, and I'm disappointed. Oh. What did I miss? I think you don't respect Mojo. I don't think <laughs> he, he might. He might turn you around I on think this you were just, like, so mad at Mojo, you, you got blinded. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah, I was my, my vision went white with hot rage. <laughs> Dazzler was one of one of Longshot's makeup artists. Dazzler? That was her. That's so, supposed to be Dazzler? I don't know why. Wow. Okay. I mean, she doesn't use her powers or anything. She's just... This is another one. Among the crowd of aliens is yeah. a scroll. I didn't see this either. I didn't see the scroll. I mean, I probably just saw a green-faced guy and was like, yeah. you know, whatever. And so we saw Psylocke. We both saw that yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. Longshot's opening credits. There was also Super Adaptoid. Yeah, I pointed that out. You did. I said he took a took a punch at him, took a swing at. Whoa! Punch what is he? Okay, it. I wanted to know more. Well, about Well, Super him. Adaptoid was also in the Cyclops footage that we saw at the beginning of the uh, season with Mister Sinister when he was playing Cyclops' greatest hits. Oh, there was a shot oh. of early era Cyclops mm-hmm. in the yellow and blue costume, the the dark one, uh, fighting Super Adaptoid, where he's like a, a robot that has like all of the powers of the Avengers, basically. Um, so he's got, got like Hawkeye's super accuracy. He's got Cap's shield that he can use. He's got like the Iron of Arm. Armor of Iron Man, you know, all that. Fun oh, stuff. Mary wanted me to point out she overheard one thing and another reason why Longshot's a piece of shit. He calls it wardrobe instead of costumes. Oh, fuck. Common oh, mistake. It's disrespectful. Uh, it's saying they're inanimate objects. Wow. <laughs> they're costumers, motherfucker. Yeah. That's Get bad. it right. Anyway. <laughs> so, six arm lady. You're coming, spiral. you're coming out swinging this episode, and I'm pa- loving it. He's passionate. I'm loving it. He's passionate. So, Spiral, the six arm crazy lady, uh, she's up there directing basically everything. She's got, she's the control center. Yeah. And she spins the cube that they're all in. And when it's done spinning, we see that Storm and Cyclops are missing. It <laughs> should be noted that Mojo's a dick to. 
to the girl. Like he he's yelling at he's her. He's bossing her around. Yeah, he's like yeah, very snapping demanding. his fingers at her. And then all of a sudden, you know, we we scroll up as Henry would say yeah. to the giant video jumbotron series of jumbotrons that are hanging over this giant arena, and we enter. Miami Mutants. This would where we'd play the Miami Vice theme song. Storm and Cyclops in a speedboat in the future. Their boat is getting bombed by helijets. We see Cyclops shooting down torpedoes. The action here is crazy. There's bombs exploding all around them. He speeds the boat up as he enters this tiny canal like that's going into a city, kind of like, imagine like the Chicago River. Um, And he hits a rocket that he gets a button that turns the ship into a rocket that flies into the air. The boat is now a jet. They're flying between buildings. Storm, she hops out, starts flying around too, sends a tornado after these helijets that blow them up um, as robots on the wings of them fire lasers at the, at the boat that Scott is in. And Scott's ship takes a bunch of hits. Storm flies in, trying to save Ow. them. Their ship is toast. They look up as another helijet fires missiles towards them. And in a massive explosion, the show ends. Dead. They're dead. We cut back to Motor Stadium. And they are both up in like plates of glass, kind of like, like bugs. Yeah, Carbonated. Like, They're from, like yeah. oh, like yeah. oh, yeah. Carbonated like or like Phantom Zone. Yeah, Phantom yeah. Zone. yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. Carbonite meets Phantom Zone. They're frozen in glass. I'm a kid. I think he just killed them. I, I'm like, he's got right. them yeah. in his collection. Yeah, he's turned. I'm horrified because I'm thinking about my action figures and what I've done. Oh no! I'm like, uh, did I? You know, you're just, Mojo. I'm Mojo. We're all Mojo. We're all Mojo. Um, just doing a quick shout out. First, real big shout out to the animation of this episode. 100%. They the budget for this must mm-hmm. have been insane. Andrew did a great job of explaining the action, but like, it's really well done. It's like yeah. a Fast and the Furious style. Just the camera moves are crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like you're in it. It's great. Really cool. Wait, so. Henry, how much did you love this Miami Vice part? It's amazing. I loved it. <laughs> I saw this. I was like, oh, it's dude, Cyclops I'm in and here. Storm also. Cyclops. It's the two leaders on on their own. <laughs> and if you remember my super team from season one in the finale, Storm, Cyclops, and Jubilee. I like to think Jubilee was there in spirit, and she's watching <laughs> on her big. Uh, Bigfoot time TV at home. She I mean, her was, costume fits better than anyone. She'd be perfect. That's true. Yep. Back in the Mojoverse, Mojo is stoked. Ratings are instantly raising through the roof, and he might just have to let these X-Men live. Okay. Yeah, kill their main, kill the two main characters in the first episode, and you get some good ratings, for sure. <laughs> That's what we're learning here. Which, by the way, Mojo is watching us right now, so uh, p- please share this episode. I and, feel like we're doing well. So <laughs> yeah. I hope, I hope I, you're enjoying it. Tell them that positive we're, feedback. Yeah, hopefully, if this isn't the highest-rated X-Boys episode, we might be in some real trouble here, folks. <laughs> In a serious note, actually, do share this with your friends. Sure. Like, if you like it or don't, you know, share it with people you hate if you hate it. We're over here <laughs> starving. Just share it. We need you to share it. We need food. I hate this, and I hate you, too. Gene <laughs> <laughs> um, is not happy about this. She calls him sick. Yeah, she said, you sick fuck. You sick son of a bitch. And then we go back up to the command center, and they say... Yeah. Fire up the next one. Fire up the next one. She says, Oh, we've got to get somebody to help with the filing. And she's filing her nails. Oh, my God. Amazing. Hilarious joke from our favorite director, Spiral. 
well, we do see a quick shot of Longshot as he mm-hmm. overhears Mojo talking about the control room, and he looks up and he's like, "Control room." Huh? It's true. Mojo keeps gesturing above him. He gives it away pretty easily. Yeah, it's like, but also like, I feel like Longshot would like know where the control room is if he's an actor who's been working. It's this big jumbotron in the stadium. Imagine yeah. that, and and that's where what's her name? Spiral, Spiral is working. For, why is she called Spiral? She spins around. I she's don't know. got yeah. She can do that. She can spin around. She's got cybernetic arms. She definitely. Did oh, she's it. a robot too. She I should two, have assumed she has two real arms and two cybernetic arms. She was originally a human woman that Longshot met when he came to Earth the first time after he had escaped Mojo oh. in the comics, and he met a stunt woman uh, whose name was Ricochet Rita. And Ricochet wow. Rita was kidnapped by Mojo, tortured and brainwashed in his universe, given cybernetic enhancements, and trained to kill Longshot, and then sent back in time as Spiral. To go get long shot. So they do have a history together. Yeah. Whoa, that makes way more sense. I wish we had known that. Yeah. Wow, everything makes sense in this episode. It's really uh, weird, but cool. Yeah. So, anyway, time for the next one. Cut to our next show, The Blackness of Space. Is that what it's called? No. It's called Rogue Star. <laughs> <laughs> in the cut notes, the I, I label whatever the scene is, and we cut to The Blackness of Space. Yeah, she spins the cube, and Rogue and Beast are gone this time. Oh, my gosh. And all of a sudden, we get a Star Trek-like opening for a show called Rogue Star, starring Rogue and Hank McCoy as Beast, even though his name is McCoy. It's not McCoy. They spelled his name wrong on the credits. Was that, like, a, an, a reference to, like... Uh, <laughs> Someone getting their name spelled wrong. No, in the what's credits? his name? For, who played Got Professor me. X? Uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick McStewart. <laughs> James. Oh no, it's James McAvoy. He's talking about James McAvoy. That's who I meant. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Stewart. That is a reference. It must have been a reference to James McAvoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah who would sure. go on to play Xavier <laughs> fifteen years later? Yeah, that's um, it. So yeah, Rogue and Beast are flying in a space jet. Rogue's at the wheel. There's a giant. Big beige evil looking spaceship. These spaceship designs are really cool, but they're yeah. in a smaller sort of fighter jet situation. Um, it fires something at them, a sort of cube that hits the side of the ship, um, and the it's a container that splits open, releasing inside a bunch of alien uh, in the comics that are known as the Brood. Um, brood. These bug like. I think like the xenomorph from Alien, basically. Brooder in like. uh, how are they used in the comics though? Like this they're is like just an alien fake. species. Yeah, Brooder in the uh, Marvel Snap card game. Yeah. Yeah. Henry's been learning a lot more about Marvel lately I playing have. Marvel Snap. And uh, there's a guy, Kazar, and he's in the. Let's just say we're going to see him in the next two episodes as well. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, their ship is headed straight for the sun. Um, and also these aliens. Might as well be walking on <laughs> These aliens, they break in and they grab Rogue off the controls. Um, and Beast runs in. He's throwing brood left and right. One of the brood runs over to the airlock button and yeah, presses the button. They're getting fucked up, to be honest. And the airlock opens, sucking out a lot of the brood, but also taking with it Rogue. But Beast grabs onto the edge of the door, grabs Rogue just in time, and is pulling her in as he then slips, and then she grabs him, but has to let him go uh, as the doors close, and she barely... He sacrifices himself for her. Yeah, and she barely climbs back inside the spacecraft as it careens into the sun. Yeah, Beast wanted to suffocate to death in the darkness of space, and so that Rogue could burn alive. End of episode. Right. (laughs) Fucked up. This was the worst one. It's yeah. dark. It's just so them. dark. It starts with them getting fucked up and does not let up until they die. Yes. <laughs> I'm a yes. huge, huge A, like Twilight Zone sort of fan where we get these little bite-sized stories, yeah. uh, terrifying endings and all that shit. And that, this gives me all of that. I love it. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy that they did this. 
Oh yeah, it, it's really dark. It was and very, it was sad. Show. It was really sad. I didn't perfect like Halloween it. episode if you think about it. Shout well, out, it really time. is Halloween, Oopies, Halloween twenty twenty two, where we plan on releasing this episode, even though we're recording it way, way back, as we said before, prior to any of the other episodes oh, you've heard shit. of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah, recorded yeah, this yeah. in two thousand sixteen. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, that's where we started. <laughs> we also wanted to tell you guys we're making a promise here today. Whoa, when we on. finish X Boys next year by October twenty twenty three, we will each be dressed as one of an X Men member for Halloween twenty twenty three. You heard it here first. If we don't do it, we lied. Hold us to it. We'll send you pictures. Wow. Promise it. And follow us on the socials if you want to see these pictures. Yeah. To be fair, they had no idea that I was going to do this, and I just you have a year. You have a year to to follow us. So <laughs> at X Boys Pod on up. Instagram, Twitter, and at X Boys Pod at Gmail This gives us a full year to think about these costumes. <laughs> I'm going to take it very seriously. Andrew's oh, yeah. just going to be in full blue face, <laughs> <laughs> just fully blued out yeah. for Beast. I want you to be sinister. Oh my god! Holy shit! I kind of think that would be amazing. I got to put Mary on this, and like suddenly I'm on stilts, and I'm fucking. <laughs> apocalypse <laughs> you are you you could create this like mojo before legs all right guys back um, at mojo stadium yeah it's time for the final two rogue and beast Spin are, it again yeah but rogue and beast they join oh, cyclops right. and storm up in the phantom zone and they look like little butterflies and casings looking to be studied by this sick and twisted sick audience freak Next up, immediately, Gene and Wolvie. I dream of Gene. Everyone has to fuck with Wolverine about his love for Gene. Oh, my God. Everyone knows about it. Yeah. Everyone does. Um, Wolverine climbs the side of a building with his claws as he is crawling up to Gene, who's at the top. Um, She says, hey, look, listen, this is only entertainment. Uh, He's never going to let us win, and he controls everything that happens. But as she says this, a robot walks up behind her and transforms into the Punisher and shoots at her. She jumps jumps out of the way. The explosion rocks the side of the building, and Wolverine dies into the nearest window on the floor below. In that room, three more robots Mm -hmm. who transform into... Three guys we've never seen before. Now, these guys looked kind of like they were real people. Are they, Andrew? Are they characters? Oh, they're people. They're real people that we will meet in definitely next season uh, of X-Men, the animated series. Should uh, we give names? Yeah, I can say who they are. Maybe just names. All right. And you we, got you got Earthquake, Gladiator, and Flashfire. Now, I know what Earthquake does. Don't we already have Earthquake? <laughs> No, that's Avalanche. Avalanche. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Yeah, I know. These guys are all aliens, by the way. I'll tell you that much. What was the other one? Gladiator? Gladiator. He does, He He's a gladiator. And what was the Should third? I tell you what his powers actually are? No. He goes around oh, and no? makes sure okay. everyone's very entertained. You guys... You not? Are you not? Are you liking this? Hey, are you not entertained by this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Who's oh. the third? Uh, Earthquake, uh, Gladiator, and Flashfire. Flashfire? Whoa. We'll get a lot more of them in season three, so stay tuned, folks. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you want me to tell you what they do, I can. Otherwise, do we want to know? Uh, we're going to see them. You see part of what they can all do Ooh. coming up against Wolverine. <gasps> because he starts tussling immediately. Flashfire shoots electric blasts out of his hands as Gladiator... Spoiler, that's what he does? Hits him with some heat vision. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Wolverine starts tearing these dudes up. They're just robots, after all. And as he's about to turn on Earthquake, Earthquake blasts him with a purple blast of something. And we go back to the roof. Gene and the Punisher are going at it as Mojo is bragging about how the ratings are the highest ever for an educational show. Um, The highest ratings ever for an educational show. 
it's just television. Huh? Electronic images created by machines. Oh. Logan! Hang on, At Jailer this point, Wolverine busted up through the roof, as uh, what you just heard. Hang on, Gene. And he's shirtless. Classic Wolverine. That's how you know he's been through it. Look. Now, in real time, we got to experience Gene realizing what a television is. That was really special. <laughs> You and son she, of a bitch. If you don't respect Gene, what did she also she just keep like in mind? Realized she, what a show is like, or what, like let's a also TV clock is? that she called him Logan. Yes, she called him Logan. And I, uh, uh, did we determine if, if Scott is used a lot? Because I think Scott is also used in this episode, probably Scott. Scott, I guess she really Scott. likes to use people's real names whenever she can because they all call her Gene. So she's like, you know what? Screw Logan. your nicknames that you all have for each other. I'm calling you your first name. Yeah. She, she should. But the yeah, foresight she, of this episode, Andrew. I'm looking at you. Think about how millennial brains and eventually Gen Z brains work where, where we just need quick pops of things, yeah. quick images, and we're moving fast. Oh, yeah, so we're yeah, popping yeah. between things. That's smart. That's ahead of its time. Another thing that's ahead of its time is the memification of Wolverine being obsessed with Gene mm. and this being like it's not a joke. It leans into it. Yeah. It's something it. that's serious to him. It means a lot to him, and there's stakes for him. And... He dies trying to save Gene, which is the most tragic Wolverine ending. It also has nothing to do with the I Dream of Genie. No, like no, it's just show. a pun. It's literally yeah. just not Wolverine climbing up a building. Yeah. Gene's at the top. The Punisher tries to kill her. John, you're really selling me on the, how good this episode is. There's, Andrew, a lot, there's a lot more going on, like, subtextually than usual. Yeah. It really is. And I, also very textually. But, right. you know, yeah. I'll, I'll read from it later, but it's kind of surprising to me that Eric Lewald doesn't fondly remember this episode either. But Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that quote is hilarious. She's like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> what this is a disgrace to my name. Um and then I also in the in the back of the book he also says Tootie Fruity Which I thought was interesting. Um so back in Mojo State Oh no, no I'm sorry. Yeah, so well Wolverine's distracted the Punisher yes, from her yes. at this point. Mm -hmm. He starts blasting at Wolverine who's doing backward somersaults as Gene taps into her psychokinetic powers that can be used to control electronics. Psychokinetic that again sing. As we see her back <laughs> fucking with the control room that spiral is in as everything starts oh, to go yeah. haywire. All of a sudden, boom, in the stadium, the show cuts out. Mojo flips. He's losing the crowd. <laughs> He screams to like go to a commercial break, reruns, aye, aye, aye. go to something else, anything. Uh, spiral, she turns around in the booth and long shot is standing there. He puts his little finger over what his mouth. What the heck? Sh -sh 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 -sh. Gives her a wink. Oh. And, and, and the Mojo now, we're back at the audience. They're all reading books. That's how Oh my God, that was actually so funny. He was like, I'm losing this audience to trees or something. Yeah, and they're just all reading books. <laughs> they're in all reading a book silently. And there's, a, <laughs> and there's like crickets. You literally hear... Yeah, it's that that really got me. But yeah, in the control booth, Longshot says he's he's setting the X Men free, um, so that they can get out of his time slot. And he presses a little lever, and uh, yeah, they all pop out of their carbonite. Gene and Wolverine are back out of the show again, and it's on with Mojo. The fight we've it. been waiting for. Mm -hmm. I personally was not waiting for this to be honest. Yeah, I, I, mean, I just like I see Mo. No, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but like I didn't expect them to fight him. Yeah. Did I just you, kind of expected this to be a silly That's thing. Fair. I mean, it is not much no, of a fight. And, yeah. It's just Cyclops blasting off his scorpion tail. He blasts tail. off his scorpion tail, which has lasers on it, which I honestly never even noticed. I don't know if you guys did. Yeah. Until he shoots it off. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then they, like, Wolverine, like, leaps up into the sky and just drops the Jumbotron. Well, he like, asks Rogue for Rogue picks oh, him yeah, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, that right. was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then like, he, she just flies him over to the cable that he cuts to jump to drop the Jumbotron. Gambit. <laughs> Gambit probably could have just threw a card out of it. It's, it's Absolutely. Fun. Yeah, I mean. Easily. 
Yeah, this episode would have, you know, that's the thing with Gambit is we look at all those episodes and it's like, you know, this episode would have been better with a little bit of Gambit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Spiral. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So, yeah, as you said, Rogue flies uh, Wolverine up. He cuts the cable. Spiral's little uh, command center falls and absolutely crushes. crushes Mojo. He splatters all over the place. Blood, guts, And with him, brains. his empire has also crumbled. <laughs> you know who Mojo also was ripped off in, in pop culture? Mm. Edgar Allan Poe. Blade One. Oh. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. It was, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, shit. Rose or something? It's like a... Something like that. The the one who watches all the TVs. Yeah. Yes. For the vampires. Yeah. Wow. X-Men the Animated Series influenced so much of the shit we love from the 90s. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Spiral, she comes in with a long shot, and she does her little spiral dance and blasts the X-Men back into the mall. Yep. And Psych asks the final question. Can someone please tell me what just happened? <laughs> Still hey, so annoying. You and me both, bud. He's like, I died, I think. Uh, back in the Mojo verse, the the arena is empty. Mojo's empire is destroyed, and Major Domo comes in, and he's like, "Yeah, like you've lost everything." Oh yeah, Mojo's Nothing alive. Nothing lasts by forever, the way. especially in television. <laughs> he's yeah. alive. He pulls the rubble off of him. He's fine. Uh, and and Longshot is laying the Mac down on Spiral. So it makes more sense now that you say. A, they had a history, and B, he can make... Her mind was wiped, but yes. yes. She was instantly into him, and it was kind of his, stupid. His power at work. Got it. Superpower at work. Uh, apparently, Mojo hit his head really hard, and now he's a Jewish grandmother when he gets out. He's <laughs> calling him Boobala, and like... Boobala, bumba. Uh, it gets really fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says, uh, as they were like walking away, because Longshot's like, okay, I'm done with you, Mojo. I don't need you anymore. And and Mojo's talking about we did a rethink on the rewrite or the regroup of the redraft. Oh yeah, <laughs> what he was spitting. It's like there. We go, it's a new show, new time slot, new dimension, bigger hair, less money, and just as we think, oh, another classic X Men episode wrapping up. He points at a TV monitor, and on that we see a primitive landscape, a savage landscape. And he goes, oh look, a jungle picture, and we're in the savage land again. Oh, it's funny, Mary God. saw this part of the episode too, and she was like, does this mean that Mojo's going to go to the Savage Land eventually? I was like, no, this is, it's like a troll. They're just like, yeah, yeah. He's just watching. It's, they had no other segue and they're like, look, let's just cut to the Savage yeah, Land. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We see a blonde woman fighting a pterodactyl man. She's dressed in like, a, basically a leopard skin bikini. And he looks mad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is Shauna, the she-devil, and Sauron. Excuse me? Yeah. What, is she, what does she do? I think she's also in Snap, by the way. Yeah, she's a she's lives in the Savage Land. She's a uh, Friends with Kazar, who we heard about earlier from Henry. Yeah. Um, they hang out. She's just a human? We might see more of her later. You might get the answers that you seek in a future episode. Whoa. And then who do we see? Magneto. Uh, and also? Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're just, they're, they're hopping another, over another ridge, and they look at a beautiful futuristic city called a citadel. Yeah. Um, what is this? And Xavier's thing? like, wow, your citadel's looking pretty cool. And Magneto's like, yeah, I created it when I was trying to create a new world here. Um, I was basically trying to create a utopia, and I built this in my spare time. He's like living the Dr. Manhattan lifestyle. Yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. I left them to die. Down but in the savage Professor land. X has no questions. He's like, that logically makes sense to me. He's like, yeah. cool, mutant. Well, because he knows Magneto well. He's like, yeah, of course he would do something like this. <laughs> mutant. <laughs> and so they hear uh, Shanna's cries, and they run after her. Ouch. Xavier wants to help her, but Magneto tackles him to the ground. And he's like, look, you don't get involved. You see that guy right there, Pterodactyl Man? That's Sauron. 
and his powers make him really dangerous, especially for guys like us who don't have any right now. We're talking Lord of the Rings? And what we see is, similarly, using his eyes, he hypnotizes Shanna, and she just stands there as he just grabs her and carries her off into the sky. <laughs> it's a and really that's funny, how the episode ends. Funny closing image. <laughs> just him carrying her off in a T-pose. She goes in T-pose <laughs> automatically, and just he carries her off. And Magneto, it's Magneto saying, like his voiceover saying, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> Mojo. It's yet again Professor X failing. <laughs> again, yeah. Oh, we lost him. It's a shame I could have tortured her brain if we kept her. Like, this is such yeah. a weird episode to throw in right before your two-part finale. It's like, how, like, where are we going to... It's crazy. How are the X-Men going to get to Savage Land, or are they? Like, what's going to happen? Are they going to get Sinister coming back? Like, what's the deal, man? What's going on? I know. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. We still do not know who this new master is of the Savage Lands. Yes, that has been previously mentioned several several yeah, times. They're like, we have a new master. Could it and they're be? like, we know. I mean, it's probably the only other bad guy left in the show. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but John, Leech? do you want to tell us what? Talking about Waltz? Leech. Oh, what? Oh yeah, Leech. <laughs> Leech is the secret master of the Savage Land. Um, wait, John, do you want to tell us about the? Uh, what Leewald said about this episode? Sure, it's it's pretty good. It starts with, I have no idea what the audience thought at the time. <laughs> oh, well, don't say we never took chances. There was no personal X-Men story. With larger-than-life mojo, there was no room for it. The X-Men were tossed into this world, survived, and escaped. I'm surprised that I allowed the story to progress like this. At a minimum, there should have been a scene showing the normal X-Men world with a hint that there was about to be a problem. Then this. Looking, bla- looking back, I'm glad we tried this. For some viewers, Mojo is a favorite guest villain. Shout out to me. <laughs> There's That's a, nice of him to shout out <laughs> you in the book. Yeah, like man. There's a level of maniacal humor found nowhere else in the series, yet despite all the TV production in-jokes, the stakes seem real. Oh. Hmm. I mean, not really, because... I mean, I guess they die, but we don't they're know they're They're on another fucking back. universe. They, yeah. I don't know what can happen to them True. there. Anything could happen. Yeah. It is a huge swing, and there's a lot of hits in this episode. I also think there's some big misses. Oh, uh, like one. Oh, Personally. whoa, whoa, whoa. So, like, I, like Mojo is, I mean, look, it's a kid's show. I got to keep reminding myself that. Like, Mojo's, like, really scary in the comics. Like, you, the first time you see Longshot, he's, like, naked, tied cybernetically in this, like, cross-like pose in, like, Mojo's office. So you ah. like Mojo in the comics? I like, I don't know. It's, I'll be honest. I was scared of him. He's this. a fun day version I don't think he's, like, a villain that, like, matters. Like, I don't ever need to see him, like, on the big screen or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't need that. Um, there is some Hellraiser to him. Yeah. There's a little bit. about it. Like, yes. he's a Cinnabite. Like a cybernetic, Cinnabon. Cinnabite. Yeah, Cinnabon. <laughs> we should have had Mojo take um, Thanos' place in the... In the oh, like yeah, I should probably watch my Mojo talk since he's watching over us right now, so... Yeah. No, Love Mojo's great. Mojo. Uh, we nah, do. He's cool. his, yeah, he's very scary. He in doesn't the That's smell. A, it's a great thing. Um... But yeah, it's it's I, I don't I think a little mojo goes a long way, and I think the show knows that, and I'm pretty sure that's why this is probably the only episode he's ever going to be in. I hope is that true? I think wow. there's no way. I bet he comes back. The at fact least that he said long. he's a villain. The mojo verse does come into play more and more later. Like they leaned into it a bit more in the '90s. Um, there was a couple specials where they brought in Mojo um, for sort of big gimmicky. Like he creates, he regresses the X Men down into like the X babies. And he also creates an alternate ex-babies after the first time he did it. Like, it was such a hit that he has to, like, create these new mutant clones. We got of, like, Muppet babies. We got baby yeah. Mojo creates the ex-babies um, wow. in, in the comics. What do you guys think this is rated on IMDb? Not 
high, given what he said. Um, seven. I'm going flat seven. I'm going to say 7.3. Six out of ten. Six. Oh Lowest by God. far. Whoa. Wow. That is telling. Why oh, wait, the what are, fuck what are, does everyone hate this one so much? I don't know. Because That's it, crazy. it's so not about, like, I'd say the X and N are in about, around 50% of this episode. I mean, it's So like much of it is just mojo it's talking silly, about but it's fun. Bullshit. I don't know. It's like people hating on the season of Atlanta that just came out where <laughs> they mixed it up for one season. Yeah. yeah. That's why, it, like, I don't know. It's it's a fun episode. But, yeah, it, but it adds absolutely it has nothing. No stake. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing to add. Nothing matters. The but that's just, why it's fun. I mean, Cyclops I like sums it up pretty well. <laughs> what yeah. the heck was that? It feels like a comic though. You pick it up. Yeah, it's no. one Who story. Are you? Yes, and I I like that. You know, yeah. I think that's I think that's a cool thing to try. It's tough. I think if this came in like the middle of the season, I'd be a little bit better receptive towards it. But the fact that it's like right mm-hmm. before the finale, there's a lot of momentum after we got the cool. That's true. Really I wonder if it's just because they had so much action and animation that it felt like a good penultimate before wrapping up the story. Yeah. Because the next is ones this are, some kind of sick joke? The next ones are much more story-driven than action-driven, mm-hmm. and this is pretty much pure action other than the mojo. I mean, it flies by. What are we rating this episode out of? What are some of the mojoisms? The are the domoisms that he calls the omelet, mojo? The great omelet or something? Depraved omelet. I like depraved omelet. And corrupter of crania. Yeah, let's rate them out of depraved omelets. Okay. I'm going to give this a six. Whoa. Nope, a seven. I'm going to give this a seven. You I feel, were staying quiet no, no, this no, whole time. No, 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 I feel very strong wow. about a seven. A seven's a good score. That is not a good score. I cannot give this an episode an eight. Well, you've, give, you've given like eight and nines primarily. Yeah, I don't no, know about you've that. you've given some sixes. Some, I have? I gave sixes? Oh, yeah. Oh, I oh. don't know. That. Repo okay. Man and Externally Yours, you gave sixes on. Heather? Wait, so I only talked you up from a six to a seven in this? I thought I did better yeah, than that. Yeah, I, I don't think I could give it an Henry, eight. Henry, it's okay. You're in good company because I'm also going to give it a seven. Oh. oh, well, now I want to give it an eight because Andrew says he hates it and he's giving it a seven. No, I never Seven's said I hated bad, it. Dude. I never said I hated <laughs> I know, it. I, know, I think I there's parts of it that I think rock and there's large chunks of it, mainly when Mojo's talking in general. <laughs> And it just sucks. It's like he's Were you a fan of Rocco's Modern Life? Would yeah. You, it reminds me of like the big head neighbors that screamed and Yeah, they were annoying as fuck. <laughs> oh man. It's just annoying. Like if if Mojo was more scary and less annoying. I'm personally terrified of him. He's scary, man. He's scary. He's like an unhinged little goblin, but he's huge. I just wish there was something for the X-Men to like just give the if there was something for them to like overcome. Like mm. like just something real that like they could have I don't know, like it's literally all action. Storm in in Cyclops he is beats movie. all of them. The over. only one where anyone tries to figure anything out is the Gene and Wolverine one. And I feel like if it was like in each Television? episode, they each sort of helped piece together some piece of the puzzle on how to beat this. You're looking at all these fights that are happening on Earth with fucking Apocalypse, and you got uh, Mister Sinister, and then you go to another universe where the rules are off the table. Yeah, anything can happen. That's is scary. This some kind to me. of sick joke. I just, I just wish, I, I wish they could have had that, you know. Even like, mm-hmm. even when separated, the X Men still managed to be able to work together to. Right. Overcome. Who are you? Well, but those sequences are really cool, though. Th- yeah, they're sick. I give it a ten. Really? Nice. It's my favorite episode, not only of the season, I think of the series. Oh my I god! <laughs> I holy shit! Was almost emotional watching this episode, thinking about how influential it was to me. Wow! Beautiful. Thinking about. St- storytelling and what it means to me and and you know kids gathering around a fire to tell stories this is quick little pops of what ifs of cyclops in a boat with a storm you know it's it's sharing little tales it's it it 
promotes creativity. It makes you think about more than just, you know, punch, punch, bang. I think it's mm. a beautiful episode. Mm. Mojo is annoying. There's no doubt about it. Um, <laughs> but he's still scary, so he kind of earns the annoying. Like, I think okay. you get away with it a little bit if you're still terrifying. Um, that was a beautiful speech. It's a good, it's a good argument. I kind of want to give it a 10 now. Whoa, whoa. Not gonna. Whoa. I'm hoping he comes not, back. I really don't race. remember. I do too. Well, you guys want to know what that gives the average score? Oh, no. Yes. Eight. That's great. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. Okay, I redeem Mojo. Yeah. I feel good. It's an eight. It's a solid B. You know? I feel It's okay that Gambit's not in it. I'm fine. Hey, we like it more than <laughs> the public it. likes oh, it. We like it. it two whole I'm points. doing okay. <laughs> higher than the public, so... That's uh, eight depraved omelets is the official X Boys rating for Mojo Verse um, or Mojo can Vision. Someone please tell me what just happened. Well, I can tell you what's happening next week. Season two finale, folks. Oh my god, it's wow. here! How did we get here? So soon. It felt like it breezed by. We, I feel like we just started the season. We're already at the reunion episode. Reunions parts one and two. No deadly ones here. Yeah, season one they were deadly. Season two not so deadly. They're so hopefully, be beautiful. Everyone's hugging. Smiles all around, folks. I'm John. I'm Andrew. Well, I'm also, and I'm I'm a Henry actually. And uh, we're here on behalf of Mojo to tell you to listen to the X Boys. We love Mojo. Tell your we friends and Mo- family about the X Boys. Absolutely love Mojo. Uh, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And we'll hit you next week. Bye 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 bye. I can make you out of the first time. What is this? The 4th of July. Oh, we've got to get somebody to help us. Oh, this is a kind of sick joke. Who are you? I'm still not sure what you're selling, pal, but we're leaving. Who are you? Mojo. <laughs> <laughs>